morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Thursday the 11th of November. Lest we forget, it is Remembrance Day. So let's all take a minute of our time at 11 o'clock today to remember those who have fallen and sacrificed their lives for us. As usual though, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to, you can head on over to the marcustoday.com.au website and read the disclaimer there, especially if you're listening on a podcast. And if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, why not? Let's get uh, you on board. marcustoday.com.au. You can sign up for a free 14-day trial. All right, well, a little bit of a uh, bit of a disruptive night last night on the Dow, the NASDAQ, and the S&P. Those record highs couldn't be sustained for very long, not in the face of a massive jump in the CPI, that inflation rate, which hit the highest level of 6.2 that it had since 1990. So that really uh, spiked bond yields higher, and it also whacked uh, those uh, growth stocks in NASDAQ and also the Dow Jones and the S&P 500. So very much a risk-off kind of day. We saw the Dow fall 240 points to 36,080. That's down 0.66 of a percent. The Nasdaq suffering far worse, down 1.66%, 264 points, 15,623. So close to that 16,000 level, but not quite. S&P 500 falling in the middle for diddle, down 0.82%, 39 points to 46.47. And in this environment, it was hardly a surprise that we saw the VIX index pick up 5.3% to 18.73. Remember, it does trade between that sort of 15.5-16 level to around 22.23. So a bit more upside maybe to come in that one as people buy options on the CBOE to negate risk in equity markets. As a result of all this, SPY futures only showing down at nine points or 0.12%, but I get the feeling that we could be a little weaker than that uh, through the day, depending on what happens in Asia. Brent crude, oil prices down heavily, 2.5%, 2.14, WTI down 3.34%, Gold, though, the big winner in all of this turmoil, apart from Bitcoin and Rivian. Uh, Gold was up nearly 1%, $17.50 to $18.48.30. So well and truly broken out of that $17.50 to $1,800 range, which is good news. Not only is it good news in US dollar terms, but the Aussie dollar has fallen to $73.27, down around half a cent. And as a result, that Aussie dollar gold price will be uh, cheered well and truly around WA at the moment. Not so much, though, for the iron ore price, though, which was down 3.2%, again, falling in Dalian futures yesterday. At one stage, it was down over 6%, closed down around 4%. It'd be interesting to see what that does in our time zone today, down 2.95 Other commodities, let's run through them. Copper down 0.2. We had nickel up 1.7, aluminium up 0.8, zinc up 0.2, lead up 0.2, tin down 0.68. In mining stocks across the board, we had Freeport McMoran down 4.3, Alcoa down 2.3, Tech up 1.2, Anglo-American up 0.3, Glencore unchanged, Vale down 1, Rio down 1.7% in ADR terms and BHP down 2.02 in ADR terms there. 
Moving along, we have the S&P 500. You can see there the, uh, the market was holding itself together until we saw that big print on the U.S. inflation rate uh, hitting 6.2%. That's CPI. It's the highest in 30 years and triple where the Fed 2% target is. So that just gives you an idea. This doesn't appear to be as transitory as the Fed would have us believe. Uh, gains in fuel prices, uh, housing, and various other things hurting food as well. Uh, the only thing that seemed to be down was travel and uh, and clothing. So you can see that it did stage a little bit of a rally towards the end, but it was uh, a little bit half-hearted. As far as major stories go, well, it was the CPI print that was the real story last night, that spike in yields and bond markets signaling increasing confusion with an uptick in inflation expectations. Real yields now uh, dramatically negative. Treasury market liquidity has deteriorated in recent weeks and recent bond market moves not seen as fundamentally driven. I'm sure the algos are having a lot of fun at the moment. And the market's betting that Fed funds rate will peak shortly after 2023. And Biden has spoken to executives of Walmart, UPS, FedEx, Target about supply chains. And the CEO said that the store shelves will be well stocked for the holiday season. Reuters Tenkan shows Japanese manufacturing sentiment falling to a seven-month low in September. Supply shortages the problem. And global car makers plan to invest over $500 billion in electric vehicles through 2023 in that shift away from fossil fuels. And ahead of the summit uh, with Biden, President Xi has said China ready to properly manage differences with the U.S., So some good news coming out of Glasgow uh, late yesterday. As far as what's on today, we get October labour force data at 11.30. Also get consumer inflation expectations. We're expecting uh, 80,000 for employment and for the unemployment rate to to be unchanged at 4.6%. Rivian scores its biggest IPO of the year, 100 100 billion valuation. It's bigger than General Motors, Ford and even Lucid. It was priced at $78, and it was up over 35% at one stage. Tesla up 0.1, Apple down 1.7, Amazon down 2.6. The artist formerly known as Facebook, Meta, down 2.7%. And interesting, we also saw a firm come out after hours with their results. Big jump for them after hours. A firm is one of the buy now, pay later providers in the US. So that was doing very well. Disney down around 2.8% after hours on their results and Square down 1.55. I suspect the firm uh, result was also buoyed by the fact, or as they say in the US, buoyed uh, by the fact that it has signed up Amazon to be their exclusive buy now pay later provider for uh, until 2023. So that's good news for a firm, maybe not such good news for Afterpay and Zip. 10-year yields in the US, 1.55%. Australia, 1.72%. That that gap is narrowing again. Germany down negative 0.25%. And British broadcaster ITV in Europe surged 15% after it forecast record, record high advertising revenue this year. Why is this of interest to me? Well, I guess it certainly shows 
the advertisers coming back. And if you look around the globe in terms of coronavirus reopenings, uh, the UK was well ahead of the curve uh, and still is to some extent, despite the fact they're getting 35 to 40,000 cases a day, they have gone for the herd immunity and the economy is pretty much uh, getting back to normal. And we're seeing that rise in advertising revenue. That has implications, of course, for the Fairfax Group, now known as Nine Entertainment. And also for Seven West Media as well, and other media companies as well. So something to keep an eye on. Dalian Iron Ore Futures hit a one-year low on Wednesday, and we should be getting the Liontown Feasibility Study out today. Tim Goida, who is the brother of uh, Michael Goida of West Farmers fame, has joined the Billionaires Club. It's going to be an interesting Christmas lunch between those two, I would imagine. But Tim Goida is involved in Chalice, LTR and DEV. All have been doing extraordinarily well. But Chalice in the AFR today with another one of these takedown pieces that they seem to like and seem to pick on a few companies. It's certainly in the sights of the AFR. They're quoting some doubters, questioning the grades of the gold, nickel, copper and cobalt, saying as they're pretty negligible and and not really worth even talking about. But uh, maybe that won't affect the chalice bulls. IPO Comfort Del Gro gets pulled. They cited market conditions. I'm not sure if you could get any better market conditions. I just suspect they wanted too high a price. Uh, DeGray has come out with some positive drill results. And in the US, a loom has recalled 2 million COVID tests after false positives. This has implications for AT1 and ADO, both in that space. So I would expect to see some weakness in both of those, although AT1 has had some weakness recently. And Len Lease is facing a tax audit on retirement villages. And Plenty PLT has given cheap loans, or will be giving cheap loans, to those people wanting to buy EVs. And Get Swift has been found guilty of multiple what they call PR-driven disclosure breaches. It's going to send a warning shot across the bowels of a number of companies with directors that are prone to the PR-driven disclosures. So just beware, it's out there. And building costs are soaring up 3.8% in the last quarter as raw materials and labour costs rise. And Link Administration is opening its books to Carlisle, but it's not yet recommending the offer yet. The board's still not recommending it, but happy to open the books. They're hoping for either Carlisle to raise the bid or maybe to even attract another bidder for the group. Question of the day today, this follows the US CPI last night and uh, our own CPI. Are you seeing the effects of inflation in your lives? Are we seeing that? I know that from my own experience, you do get the feeling that inflation is creeping up uh, everywhere at the moment, quite um, quite sneakily, I suspect. But uh, are you seeing the effect of inflation in your own lives? Well, that's it from me today. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas and insights over there. So it's a really great group and uh, we try and keep it as a really great group. Over three and a half thousand people on that group. If you are interested in this podcast or in other podcasts, we've now split the podcast into four separate streams. So you can subscribe to one, two, three or four or even none of these. There's the Marcus Strategy podcast where Marcus runs through a few things and his thoughts and ideas. We've got On The Desk podcast where the boys in Melbourne talk about all things finance and what they're looking at. And there's my On The Couch podcast, which is a regular uh, podcast these days. 
uh, gets busy and uh, this focuses on fund managers and CEOs of companies that I find interesting. And of course, there's always the breakfast briefing and the end of day podcast as well. So you can tune into any or all of those podcasts. That's it from me today. Have a great session, lest we forget. 